19 minutes to 9 o'clock. You're with Cameron here on 2VM. And every Friday we speak to the member of Northern Tablelands and also the New South Wales Minister for Agriculture, Adam Marshall. He was in Moree yesterday. Hello, Adam. G'day, Cameron. How are you? Good, good. You've had a special breakfast yesterday, apparently. Yeah, it was uh, organised by the uh, University of New England um, Smart Region Incubator um, Mm -hmm. crew, and uh, it was a a big agriculture breakfast on the top of B&W Rural, a beautiful spot, well, pretty much beautiful spot any time of day, really, the best view uh, you can get of Maury. There was about 50 or 60 people there, and I was part of a panel discussing... uh, the, the future of agriculture, challenges and opportunities in the Moray Plains Shire. And, um, and uh, yeah, it was wonderful to be on that panel and, and really talk about the changing seasons uh, that we've had, uh, how conditions have bounced back, prices are still strong and uh, uh, how everyone's, uh, everything is, is on the up and up. And also discuss, I think, the, um, you know, the, big, you know, the big thing that's going to completely revolutionise um, the local economy around... Uh, Moree and the Moree Plainshire is obviously inland rail and the special activation precinct that the state government's supporting uh, that'll that'll be in Moree and be developed over the next couple of years. And as I said at the breakfast, Cameron, uh, those two things, inland rail and the special activation precinct, I believe will do for Moree in the 2020s and 2030s what mm. coped the construction of Copeton Dam and and the uh, and, and the subsequent irrigation industry establishment in, in the Moree Plains did for the community in the 1970s and 1980s. It, it really will be the, the second sort of economic renaissance of, of, of the region because inland rail will obviously massively reduce costs of uh, transportation of, of produce out of the richest agricultural productive shire anywhere in Australia. Mm-hmm. And the special activation precinct is where all the business will happen of loading and unloading, containerising, and all the other potential value-adding and processing businesses uh, that we'll be able to establish right in the in the heart of uh, of, of the incredibly agriculturally rich Moree Plains Shire. So we're talking about jobs. We're talking about tens of millions of dollars uh, of uh, of investment and uh, and government investing oh, in excess of three hundred million dollars in the establishment of of that precinct in in, in the next uh, couple of years. So. It really is, a, a, I think, a, a very good time to, to be in the Moree Plains Shire and a good time to be uh, doing anything in agriculture in the Moree mm. Plains Shire. And it couldn't have come at a better time, too, with COVID-19 putting a lot of people out of work. Hopefully, this will be able to give people jobs. Yeah, it will. Look, the, the whole end game of this, Cameron, is all about creating jobs. Obviously, mm-hmm. our, our, whether it's Moree or Inverell or Narrabri, any community cannot... Um, cannot survive, let alone grow and thrive, without job opportunities. You can't keep young people. You can't attract people to move to a community without employment. Employment mm-hmm. underpins everything, and also employment uh, helps resolve a heap of other um, other issues in the community: empty shop fronts, um, you know, population, um, social issues, crime. All of that relates back to uh, employment uh, mm-hmm. and people. Um, having a job, um, being busy, having a paycheck, and then spending that in the local community. So mm. this is all about building on our our biggest strengths, which is agriculture in the Moree Plains Shire, adding value to that, uh, and making sure we can attract uh, more business to the region. Oh, that's good indeed. And also, big clean-up effort in Mungandai after the devastating fire a couple of months ago. What can you tell us about that? 
Yeah, local company uh, Crawfords have been appointed. Uh, now all of the insurance companies and landowners have finally signed on the dotted line, which is good news. Uh, so the the, uh, the large-scale clean-up of all the hazardous material and all the debris will begin in earnest on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Moree Plains Shire Council, um, all of that, um, all of those waste materials will be disposed of at the Moree Waste Management Facility, and Council is uh, waiving the charges for that, which is a great, uh, great initiative, and I commend them for doing that. Um, the state government is paying for the difference between what the insurance companies will cover and what the true cost of the cleanup is, uh, and the state government will pick up that bill so that none of those owners are left out of pocket at all. Yep. Uh, they will, they will, won't have to reach into their own pocket. We want them and the community wants them to spend all of uh, their uh, insurance payouts on obviously rebuilding, which they've indicated that they will. So mm-hmm. first things first, we'll get all those sites cleaned up in the next couple of weeks and then, um, then hopefully we'll see the development applications go in for new structures to be, to be built in their place. And are they still bussing people to Moree and Gundawindi for like medical appointments and shopping and that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, the, the, the bus is still available, but um, the, the store, the, te- the temporary uh, store that's been established uh, in the RSL club is, uh, is going gangbusters and really the, the range of items that you can get there means that people can get almost everything they could get before the fires uh, still in Mungandai without having to leave town, which has been a, a huge relief to... Uh, to everyone in the community. No worries. And what's going to be discussed in Parliament over the next couple of weeks? Well, Parliament doesn't sit uh, until uh, the second week of November, Cameron. So they've got another week of not uh, being in Sydney, which is delightful, I must say. (laughs) Um, We've only got two more sitting weeks uh, of the year uh, left, and the second week of that will be devoted to the the mini-budget. Obviously, like all governments in Australia... Uh, our normal budget in June was delayed due to COVID uh, mm-hmm. and we'll, the Treasurer will be handing down the budget on the 17th of November uh, and uh, that's a mini budget. There'll also be another proper budget in June next year. So I've been uh, meeting with the Treasurer and the Health Minister in the lead-up to that budget. Obviously, uh, I want to see uh, the first tranche of that $80 million uh, for the Moree Hospital redevelopment included in that mini budget so that we can fast-track uh, a lot of that, that planning work and early civil work mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to keep pushing as hard as I can right up until that budget uh, to make sure that that money is in there so that we can get cracking on that project. No worries. Well, we're just about out of time. Thanks so much, Adam Marshall, for talking to us today and uh, all the best with uh, the parliamentary sittings in November and look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks, Cameron. Talk to you then.